Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Broadcasting live from the Liquor Barn Studios, it's time for the Diener Show. Presented by OPC Pest Services on ESPN 680, 1057, and 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Drew Diener and Mark Blankenbaker. And we are back here, 93.9 The Ville, ESPN 680, 1057. Here as uh, we roll along. Uh, with you, uh, we'll have the uh, next broadcast of. Uh, well, we got women's basketball before we got men's, right? They, yeah, uh, tomorrow night they've got a uh, Thursday night game. Are they home or are they? Uh, let's oh, see. Goodness, uh, I know I can't go, Sundays. so I didn't. I didn't. I don't know if it's home or away, so I know I, I cannot attend. Uh, I'm look, looking it up right now. Uh, we'll have the men on sa- Saturday night, eight o'clock uh, as well. So we, eight o'clock at the Yum Center against uh, Syracuse, number twenty-one Syracuse, and then. Um, no game on Sunday, but they play Monday night um, against number five NC State at Raleigh. At Raleigh, okay, and that's going to be a great. I mean, NC State has yeah, number been number five in the country has been outstanding. And that game, what I was saying, the men play Saturday night at at eight o'clock. The women play tomorrow night at seven uh, on the AC Network and in the Yum Center. And then that 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 Monday game with against NC State and Raleigh. Uh, number five, NC State. That's on ESPN two, so that'll be a part of Big Monday. Uh, I wonder if we can bet on that one because we'll both be ranked. It's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like there's ever any lines on the women's games. Right, NC State's been but a you problem. Would think high level teams that maybe, maybe, maybe you know that'd be the case, but. Who knows? Yeah, NC State's been a problem in the ACC for a while. They're very good. Them, Notre Dame, us, uh, sometimes Duke. But that, like, you know, but you know, there are some really good teams in this league, and NC State's one of them. Like Jeff Walls is. This is a very good team. Like I think better than I even thought it was going to be, and they're getting they're playing better basketball. So I'm I'm really excited to see them play uh you know because syracuse is ranked too i mean it's number 21 syracuse yeah i mean they're gonna play four straight ranked teams yeah they play uh four straight ranked teams syracuse is two of those four teams but right um yeah they, their next four games are against ranked teams um pretty i mean it's a lot of money in this story i mean uh, the pga tour you know as they try to you know not you know lose all their golfers to live and whatever the hell's going on between them uh they're gonna infuse uh, a little bit of money three billion into a new for-profit entity, PGA Tour Enterprises. $3 billion. dollars. Billion, yeah. So they got a conference call, get underway here in about 20 minutes. It'll be listen only. <laughs> nice, nice transparent way to do things, no <laughs> questions. Good Lord. The player relations uh, staff uh, told tour members in a memo there'll be several meetings and touch points 
Oh, boy, is, is that a corporate word or what over the next? So there'll be several touch points over the next uh, week to address the questions. Um, so they've got uh, ESPN reported back in December that a deal with Strategic Sports Group was imminent. This includes uh, Tom Warner and John Henry of, you know, the Red Sox, uh, a bunch of billionaires. Arthur Blank is in on it. Mm. Um, the guy who owns the, the Mets is in on it. And they'd be a minority investor in the PGA Tour. Uh, enterprises and the PGA Tour would remain the majority shareholder, but they're continuing to finalize an agreement that would, um, with the Saudi Arabia's you know public investment fund, would potentially inject billions of dollars into the PGA Tour enterprises. I don't know how this is going to work. How, how are they going to coexist with with Live? I, I don't. Great you know, question. I guess they're just going to try to com- they guess going to try to compete with them for money. You know, I suppose but man, so. Saudi seem to have a lot of that. Yeah, I don't know that I want to uh, compete with the Saudi Arabian PIF. Uh, for uh, on the money's end of things, but uh, you know, I mean, we do have. I mean, the, the thing is, is we see it in horse racing already. You know, where they put up huge mm-hmm. purses, and you know, we do have um, you know horse owners and stuff like that that chase that the, that money at times, but they're only chasing it at you know specific parts of the year. They're staying over here. Still, mm-hmm. all the great racing's over here. They're only we're just importing. The, the the thing between PJ and Liv is like was like you had to choose one or the other, and so now it's you know I mean it's still it's it's a it's a money race right like so it's going to be interesting to see sure. how it all plays out in horse racing you can you can run at Saratoga and then you can go run at Dubai and then you can come back and, and run at Oaklawn it doesn't yeah but matter. there are horses right yeah, yeah I mean yeah. yeah but this is not yeah it's not that quite analogous yeah you you can chase the purses there but I guess you know the golfers can uh, as well I would just man it, what you hate is like I mean I think last leaderboard at, at a you know good event at Torrey Pines was a bunch of no names. I mean anybody who follows golf even closely is like who oh, the hell really? are these guys? Yeah. And that's to, which oh yeah, it was it was horrible. I um, know people will want us to be just, down because we lost, but at the end of the day <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. James drop it. Okay, in. can we take that I like that. Can you play the header because I don't want to take it too much out of context, but he, he's, he's yeah, James, said what he meant. James went and found it. It was it was the first one that we played, and it just was in the middle. Okay, of it. go go ahead and play it. Go ahead and play the whole thing because I do think that is. I know everybody wants us to lose. Yeah, you know, first of all, they, they we're playing win. a team that's got a real legitimate chance to make an NCAA tournament. I like their team. I like their toughness. We knew it would be a physical battle. Um, we know that they have great shooting. Um, even though they haven't shot it great lately, they're a good, very good shooting team. They are a complete team. And to come in here and battle the way we battle, I'm proud of my guys. I know people will want us to be down because we lost, but at the end of the day, I saw five guys on the court, whichever five, fighting with everything they had to win a game. I am proud of my guys. Uh, we didn't shoot it well from three. I think we were... Two for 20, don't care. They fought. Uh, we out-rebounded them by 19. One of the most physical teams in this conference, we fought. So I can't sit here and be negative when I when my guys, without two-point guards, go out and battle the way they did. Part of me understands that as a coach, saying that you're proud of the guys that were left on the court. Sure. And I do understand that and wanting to praise that because that effort is there. 
but also don't get down 24 before you get that type of resiliency and effort I right mean, yeah because sky clark what, just, like you, like you've said over and over again was available for you in the first half there's really no right point in it and and here's how bad we are mathematically here's an example of how bad we are mathematically clemson beat us last night by six on their on their home floor and dropped six spots in the net ranking after a win ouch ouch yeah like that's that's yeah. where we are yeah. and did louisville the move up to 198 yeah let I mean, me see where we are so let's see louisville they're 198 i don't know if that's a move up or we no. moved up seven spots to 224 I'm talking net rankings. Yeah. So I don't know what we did in the Ken Palm. I haven't looked at that. But, like, yeah, we moved up seven spots after losing by six on the road, and Clemson moved uh, down six spots after losing to us on the road. So, I mean, and you know. I, this quote bugged me, bugged me earlier, too, and a, te- a texter pointed out. I'm glad he didn't because it reminds me as well. Um, it was, it was you know, talk, one of those earlier quotes. Where he says, I think my biggest beef of the post-game interview was the comment, we're playing a team that has a chance to make the NCAA tournament. What the hell? That's, a, that's the bar now? We're supposed to be impressed with that? And I sort of agree with that. I mean, he, the, the reverence for making the tournament is like, man, this is a team that could make the tournament. You're supposed to make the tournament every year. Every, every year. No, no exceptions. As the head coach no of global basketball, that is the bare minimum. In the tournament. They're so good, they could make the tournament. Wow. Amazing. Oh, my God. Amazing. <laughs> and, and you know, uh, a new name that's kind of emerging here. I think this is a guy that's going to hit your quality of that, that hot uh, flash-in-the-pan okay. guy that you see come on in March and everybody's going to be talking about, mm. Lamont Paris at South Carolina. They knocked off Tennessee. They're, I think they're 16-3, and maybe even 17-3 and now. South wow. Carolina – is I mean they're playing incredible basketball and hey, I'm not ruling anyone out. I'm not ruling anyone. Out. I mean it was, we're not doing a one man uh, search this time, right? And I, I'm impressed with what Lamont Paris has done. I, I think he's one of those guys that we have to keep an eye on. Uh, he's a young guy. Uh, he's oh so he was at Chattanooga. They were that's right. Those the. Um, Couple of those teams. I thought a couple of those teams made the tournament. Maybe I guess not. He made it um, in his last season, and then he got hired by. Okay, South yeah, Carolina. he did. Yeah, I thought Chattanooga. Yeah, and they were yeah. really bad last year, eleven and twenty-one. But this year, eighteen and three. So you see a really nice year zero. Turnaround. They weren't good in year zero, so year one. Now they're eighteen and three. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. you know he won. He, you know I don't know what South Carolina. I don't know what he heard. I don't know anything about like what went on there, but. You know, I mean, they've got some really nice wins already, and to be eighteen and three mm-hmm. with wins over UK and Tennessee already, I mean, that's and they, they did lose to Clemson mm-hmm. by five earlier in December, but I mean, they, it doesn't really have bad losses. It doesn't have bad losses. I mean, this is a good put them on the board. Team. Put them on the board. Put them on the board. Yeah. Right. And the in yeah. the Twitter polls that I'm putting out, you're limited to four. I wish I could put like Dusty May, Lamont Paris. I, I wish I could put some other guys up there that I'm thinking about. I I am. I'm not including Cronin anymore because I just don't think that's realistic. I think his buyout's crazy. No. And and I think that uh, there's not enough interest for us from us. And the stench coming from out west, it just seems like. No, that just doesn't. I don't know. It just doesn't. Doesn't seem like he's handling losing very well, you know. And yeah. it just seems like I don't know. I I, I, I think there are better options. Here, here's the thing, though. I don't want to overreact to a great year. Yeah, yeah. Or a bad yeah, year. I don't wanna, uh, yeah. I don't. I don't. Yeah. You know, because I you know, like Lamont Paris. Like, has he done anything other than what's happening right now to say, 
hey, that should be the coach. Probably not. But I also don't want to overreact in the same vein with Mick and say, but I think some of it is how he's handling it is not great. You know, just watching from, you know, a thousand miles away, it's not not coming through very well for us on this end. Yeah, and I I just think people have to be, you know, to keep an open mind about this. I get get these texts, oh, he's got to have Final Four experience. No, no, he doesn't. You got to think he's going to get to the next Final Four. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's that's what you have to do. It's like, oh, he's, so he's had one good year. No, he went twenty, he won twenty games, eighteen and twenty-seven his last three years at Chattanooga. Turned South Carolina, um, you know, around here to eighteen and three. If he's eighteen and three at South Carolina, don't you think there's a chance he could go have that record or similar at Louisville? Yeah. Again, I'm not saying I'm throwing like I'm behind this guy. I think people that have their mind that we have to get a big name and win a press conference, you're just wrong, man. We need the guy who's going to win games. I don't care when they win games. They, they've they got to win games. Yeah, they've got to win. They've got to put the program in the right direction. And, and I do wonder about, you know, Scott Drew is like a, a candidate that people really think about. And, I'm, and, and I love him. I think he's great. Uh, Scott Drew – but he's been at Baylor for 21 years, and he's won a national championship there. And I can only think of one other time, and maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, where a college coach went to another college team after winning a, co- a national championship somewhere else. Like, Patino won a title at Kentucky and went to the Celtics, and then the Louisville. But Roy Williams is the mm-hmm. only one I can think about that won a title somewhere and then went to another place, college, college to college, I don't. I mean, Scott Drew would be the um, second one that I can think of if he came to Louisville. I'm trying to think. 80s. Oh, you're gonna make me run down, uh, run down my list here. Um, but like, once no, coaches win a right, national championship anywhere. someplace, they don't generally. They generally don't leave unless yeah. it's the NBA. And and you know, I just don't. I just don't know that. Uh, would Scott Drew leave? Well, Tubby Smith. <laughs> Tubby Smith went to Minnesota. Oh, okay. Okay. No, that there's a second one. That's, <laughs> I mean, I'm just. I mean, he he, he fled to Minnesota. Yeah, but uh, it, you know, it, it's it's still matter. I mean, it's well, Larry. Uh, no, Larry Brown didn't. Yeah, Larry Brown won. But Brown, then he go to he, the NBA first. College teams. Oh, you're saying college? Yeah, college to college because he went to SM, he obviously college. Yeah. Right, because Patino did it too. Um, yeah. But like you know, you got to go from one college to another college. It just doesn't happen very often. No, it's a good point. I mean, because like if you've won the title uh, at a place in college, you're probably not going to somewhere else to try to uh, win another college title. Like, he's already proven you can do it there. Right. And, yeah, and I, you're I kind of a made right. man on campus once you've won the title. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so like, does Scott Drew um, want to do that? I mean, I don't know. Maybe he does. I mean, maybe we can uh, pay him a bunch, and maybe I know he's from, I guess he, he has Indiana connections. He, like, is he went to Butler, I think? And a, a coach about Valparo. Uh, he's got some Indiana ties, but I think he's originally from Kansas City. Originally. Wait, which one? Wait, who are we talking about? Scott now? Drew. I'm all over the board. Scott Drew. I'm still Scott on Scott Drew. Oh, yeah. Somebody else. Somebody mentions Bobby Knight as well, but it was different circumstances. That's true. He went college to college. Yeah, because he got fired. Yeah, so there's another one. But he, yeah, he, he had been fired, though. He didn't choose to leave Indiana. But that, that, that is another one. That's another example. But it's it's so rare that it, that it happens. I just don't know that. It'd be kind of interesting. Um, yeah, I, I, it is. But this is all. It is like you say. It's it's different, different time, different, different era, and nothing surprises anymore. What about that scene uh, at Ole Miss last night? You see that thing, Lane Kiffin, that you you, you sent it I over. I sent it to you. You sent it over. <laughs> I sent it to you. Damn right. That's a um, oh, by the way, yeah. Texas, Ole I don't, Miss. 
It's wild. Roy Williams, I don't. He didn't win the title at Kansas. He only won it at Carolina, right? Right. Oh, I thought he won it. Won at Kansas? Did he not win at Kansas? No, he won two at Carolina. Three at Carolina. Oh yeah, he won three. He never uh, won one at Kansas. Runner up. No, remember he got upset after they lost in the title game. I can't believe I got all these players back there asking me this damn gum question. Wow. I I I I'm sorry. I just yeah. thought he won one at, at, at yeah. Kansas. It's my mistake. Now that, yeah, they yeah they lost to Syracuse. Um, yeah, in in '03. That was it. Yeah, and they were in the Final Four of the year so, before that, and they were always good. They were always good at Kansas. I just think people have to, to open their minds to, like, you know, you may it's, – it's not – we have to have a coach with a Final Four experience. That doesn't mean they're getting back just because a coach has been there. And the times have changed so much. You know, I, I just I, I think you've got – again, I'm not trying to say I'm with a South Carolina coach now or bust. I'm just saying let's, let's open our minds. Let's, let's put them on the board. Totally. I mean, and I think I'd like to have coaches with massive resumes. Obviously, Billy Donovan would be amazing. Can you get him? Sure. I don't know. But I also think that we can identify up and coming coaches. Tommy Lloyd. If if Tommy Lloyd was interested Mm -hmm. in the job right now, you wouldn't take him? I mean, yeah, take him. Take him. He'd never been in the Final Four, though. But. But hell yeah, <laughs> the guy can coach. I mean, I think he's demonstrated that in two years. Like Kenny Payne in two years has proven that he can't. So uh, you know, you gotta, you, you gotta, you know, Shaheen Holloway. I mean, I don't know. Has he shown us enough? I don't think so. But like uh, in the tournament last year, I think he's a good. Coach. I'm open to it. I'm open. I'll listen. What if he gets to? What if he gets to the Elite Eight this year? I think he's proven it then. I think he's proven it then. If he does it this year, I think he's he's proven it. He's a boss at that point because he's done it two different programs. Yeah. yeah, that that would be amazing. Yeah, but boy, that that scene at Ole Miss last night. Oh, that's turned things in Oxford Yikes. for basketball, right? Like, like yeah. that's what's happening in Oxford where they don't care and they don't t- traditionally care. The basketball coach can be bad; nobody notices at Ole Miss at all. So, yeah. And Luke's right. The math about it, he takes it as well. Uh, the Clemson moved up in the net after losing to Duke by one. They moved down after beating Louisville. Yeah, yeah. The math is terrible for us. I mean, where we are mathematically but, is is horrendous. Mathematically, visually, basketball wise, image wise, PR messaging. All of it. Where are we good? <laughs> I mean, I just uh. like where are we good? Oh, wait, do we still have Nate on the line? I'm I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I we totally got Nate. Yeah, he's here. We have, we we have Nate, Nate on the line. Let's go to Nate. Nate's up next. Nate, sorry to keep you waiting. What's going on, man? Hey, you're all right, fellas. Give me a little time. Listen, enjoy my breakfast. It's pretty good. So listen, if this Joker gets his tail whooped one more time, and then comes on the the post game and says he's pleased. After getting his ass kicked, I'm going to blow a gasket, okay? I'm not sure which gasket it's going to be. It might be multiple gaskets. But I don't understand how you can be happy getting your butt whooped. I do not understand that at all. I get, yeah, they fought. Yeah, sure. How did they, why did they have to fight to get back? Because you didn't have a clue what was going on in the first half. And like you said, if they pull back, set guys down, put the scrubs in, we might be able to get some points and 
get a little bit back. I don't know if you want to call it fighting. Yeah. It's not really a fight when one, one team is the only team trying because the other team's coasting. That's not a fight. I, you yeah. know. Not, yeah, the, the team had just they had let the foot off the accelerator. You come over here and punch me in the face six times, and I just stand there and look at you. That's not really a fight. I just, it just, God, I'm so mad. <laughs> Y'all be good. I know, I know. Yes. Yep. So, yes. Yeah, and I, I think a lot of fans are, are angry. And, uh, you know, at some point, I think we do have to let the air out of the balloon here because their anger is just, maybe we just have to be angry for five more weeks, like Jared said, though. I, you know, maybe that's what it is. A bit of breaking news for you, Drew. Um, okay. The attorney right. generals from Tennessee and Virginia have filed fe- a federal lawsuit against the NCAA that cast an NCAA's name, image, and likeness rules as antitrust violations. So you can see that as a direct response hmm. so, to them yeah, coming in to after Florida State and Tennessee. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So, so it, the Supreme Court. So that's just happening here? That's just yeah, happening. Pete Thamel just recorded. The Supreme Court ruled that you cannot limit uh, an individual's ability to make money okay and so the ncaa said well you can't make uh you can't make that money a recruiting inducement how do you do that and so you know you're trying to walk this tightrope line everybody's doing it anyway and i think tennessee and the schools in virginia are probably looking at it like we're not getting in trouble for this we want to be competitive on the field you know, they filed a federal lawsuit against the NCAA. Yeah. And the NCAA. Now, here's my question. It's, it's, it's a grammatical question for me. Is it the attorney generals or the attorneys general? It should be attorneys generals. Attorneys I thought generals. that's what it was. Pete Thamel made a, uh, a gram, uh, grammatical error in his tweet. The attorneys general. Should be attorneys general. What's that? You're right. Yes. Okay. Yeah, attorneys generals. But. But it's hard to say that. Like, I think you can make that mistake. It sounds when, weird. When yeah. speaking, the attorney generals is easier to say, but the correct yes. way to say it. And it, it makes it, more sense. Yeah. Yeah. But the correct it sounds way to better, say it but it's not right. Correct. Yeah. It is not correct. Yeah. Attorneys generals or attorneys correct, general correct. is correct. Uh, let's go to um, Green Bay Denny, who's on line one. Green right. Bay Denny, welcome in. Good morning. It's been a while, fellas. Um, just calling in. Uh, this is where I'm at with the program. I have basically been in bed since Saturday about 5.15 with the flu. Mm. And I would rather have the flu than watch U of L basketball at this point. I didn't watch one playoff game. I, I didn't get to see Lamar. I didn't get to see Detroit screw it up. I didn't get mm. to see anything. Man. But I cannot stomach Kenny Payne, I would rather have the flu. I swear I'm at. Let's get this over with, and let's get on. So you get some Tamiflu or something? You get some Tamiflu? What, 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 what are you doing to treat that? We got some Tamiflu? What do we got? Tamiflu didn't work at all. I, I, I hovered mm. with 101 to 102 temperature for three days. Whoa. And uh, it was miserable, but... I would take that over another season, another minute of Kenny Payne. Well, I don't so, think you're going to have to do another season, but I mean, we have to, you have yeah. may have several more forty minute periods before. <laughs> oh. Well, you guys have a great day. You too, buddy. It's Hopefully a you feel month better. and several days. Let's see. It's a month. We got four hundred forty yeah, minutes left, minutes, right? March 9th. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 
Yep. And an yep. ACC tournament. Way? 440 minute, more minutes. Barring, barring overtime. Barring overtime. We're not making it to overtime. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm just I'm throwing out the caveat. I mean, I agree. <laughs> like, I totally agree. <laughs> who, who we forced right, that conversation? Zero percent chance. We got that. We got that. Uh, the big short. I need that. Zero percent chance. Yeah, there is a zero percent chance. He actually said that. Um, he, he he did that, and he stood up and walked out, and took a phone call. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm dealing with. Yeah, yeah. I, that was that's one what of uh, Ryan Gosling's. Uh, and I love it at the oh, end of the movie. movie. Yeah. Zero. There is a zero percent chance that your subprime losses will stop at five percent. Zero. Yeah. So so we can we can we can cut it there. Play it again. Yeah. It's, he stopped perfectly where we needed to. So, yeah. yeah. What what percent chance do we have to win any games remaining? Sir. Zero. <laughs> zero. There is a zero percent chance. Boom. <laughs> There you go. That's it. <laughs> I love it at the end of the movie. Zero. Uh, Ryan yeah. Gosling hat. It's a great. Character. I love the movie. He's yeah. got it. At, he's got his check, and he goes, "I know you're looking at me. I know you hate me. Yeah, I can I, feel you judging me. I, yeah, yeah I, I made a lot of money. Okay, I didn't say I was the hero of the story. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and he's like, "I'm not trying to win a PR battle here, guys. I'm trying to cash a yeah. check." Boom. Yeah, as he has a forty-seven million dollar check in his. There head. it is. Yeah. It's a great movie, man. I, I, I and I read the book because I was doing mortgages at the time that all this stuff was actually going on. Five eighty credit score, one day out of bankruptcy, hundred percent financing from Deutsche Bank. Yeah, we had that program, and wow. people were mad they were getting seven percent. Oh, why can't I get a uh, you know four percent? Because you just fi- you just came out of a BK, dude, <laughs> yeah. and your car got repoed. You have a five eighty credit score, but you got a mortgage. One man. day out of bankruptcy, you could be one day out of a Chapter Seven bankruptcy, hundred percent financing. You do an eighty twenty loan. And uh, why is it at seven and a half percent? Well, it has to do with the repos and the bankruptcy you just had, you know, a month ago. But sure, cash out refi for you. <laughs> what could go wrong? I was doing, you know, and I was untrained in the. I mean, I, I mean, I was trained, but I was unfamiliar with the business other than the training. And it, it seemed so stupid to me at the time that I'm talking to these people. I remember talking to this borrower who had had like his he and his uh, partner had had their Mercedes repoed. And they had just refinanced six months ago. They were trying to refinance again and get cash out. And I could almost do it. <laughs> you were and, almost and, there. And I remember, and I remember a buddy of mine going, "Dude, this this isn't right." I'm like, "Hey, this is what the the parameters say for the loan. This is what the secondary market will do, will do to buy it." And he's like, "But man," that, and I wish I had just gone. You know what? You're absolutely right. But how do you make money off of this? And, you know, a small handful of people did. And that's what that book and movie is about. And when I read the book, I'm like, ain't no way they can make this into a movie. This stuff's too complicated. Then they got Margot Robbie, Selena Gomez, you know, Anthony Bourdain, the chef, to explain, like, the really complicated things in a really simple manner. And I'm like, yep, they they did it. And they They did it real quickly, too. And they used Jenga to kind of show how it all collapsed, too, which was also very good. yeah. The, the double A tranches, yeah. the, the single A, the double A's, the triple A's, even the even the triple A's are failing. I, you know, I, I love the movie. Yeah. It's a great movie. I, and, and I understood every word of it because I I mean, I read it. I, I lived it. And um, yeah, so I was like, anyway, all right, that's enough of, um, you know, the big short. But there's a zero percent chance. Uh, yeah, zero. <laughs> all right. We will uh, continue along here. Hey, don't for uh, don't forget to uh, check out uh, FanDuel. Um and because again, I was last night here. I'm like, I'm you know, we're in we're in Kansas, so there it is it is legal here. So I'm on the FanDuel app. I'm like, all right, all right. I had uh, I had I had a little uh, Kansas. Uh, well, I had the same game parlay with the guy that was injured. He walks out. I'm like, 
Well, okay, well, this has gone down tremendously. But, you know, I'm watching, and uh, they covered the 16 against Oklahoma State last night. Look, whatever your uh, sport of choice is, and don't forget to log on to um, – uh, when you log on to FanDuel, just play for free on the will Gronk make it or miss it uh, bet because that gets you in for some free money potentially there. Player props, uh, profit boosts. No sweat bets, whatever it is, they've got it for you uh, on the the FanDuel app. And the best part about right now is they actually up the offer uh, to uh, for new customers that when you make any bet uh, five dollars uh, after depositing ten, you're going to get two hundred dollars uh, in bonus bets. So you got that going for you. So uh, it's uh, FanDuel.com/slash/Drew D. FanDuel.com/slash/Drew D. Uh, and all that you can only imagine how many Super Bowl bets they'll have. So uh, who's going to score a touchdown? Who'll score the first touchdown? It's the longest play. How long is the anthem going to be? You name it, they've got it uh, over at uh, FanDuel.com slash Drew D. Download that app today. Get the bonuses. Must be 21 or older. Present in Kentucky. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash careanywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. So grilling and chilling, my favorite kind of town killing, no running. Broadcasting live from the Liquor Barn Studios, you're listening to The Diener Show on ESPN 680, 105.7, and 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Drew Diener and Mark Blankenbaker. And we are back here, 93.9 The Ville, ESPN 680. I'm out here in uh, Kansas City. I'll be coming back today. Got to go to that uh, KU basketball uh, game last night to see what, you know, what it was like to have a lot of passion around a game, Mark Blankenbaker, you know? Yeah, so, passion's good it was for nice. you. It was nice to see. Yeah, life's good over here. Though. That's good. So, so you get the blood pumping? You get to feel like you have passion in your blood now? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Definitely. Good. Big Just J. not for this particular basketball team. You know, yeah. Um, okay, so we got plenty to discuss. Katie's got a great podcast, and she doesn't think Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are true love. So we got plenty to discuss. So welcome Whoa. in. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Oh, I think we're all done. I even took a poll on the whole Taylor Swift thing. Seventy-three percent. We're done. Not loving it. Over it. If we see one more heart, one more video footage over to Taylor, we're done. We're done with with the Taylor time. I don't now, know. Katie, she is on I camera love... about an average of about forty-five seconds a game. You know, I, I think everybody's a little freaked out a little bit about the forty-five. It's like a minute and forty-one seconds through the first two games, I believe it was. Well, that's, that's a lot. here's my theory. There's other women and amazing wives to these players that we should be honoring that actually have stuck it through. They have great love stories. Like, could we please just find those people? I mean, Taylor's had, what, 12 boyfriends. She's like a man-eater, man. She does it well, too. The whole world thinks it's cute when she writes love stories about ex, 
ex-boyfriends, you know, celebrity ex-boyfriends. Ask these guys what they think. I just find it interesting. It's a dynamic, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, actually, there's not, because you go to Brittany Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes' wife, and you just want to pull your eyeballs out when you, when you watch her. <laughs> so, I don't know. She may be the best available option in that suite. <laughs> I just can't believe that. I think there's probably some amazing wives up there putting up with their husbands day in, day out. So, that's my theory on yeah. that. But, um, yeah. Mark, I didn't mean to cut you off, Mark. Mark no, no, in, I'm just saying, I, say. I was very skeptical at first, too, like Katie, and I think that uh, I know Taylor's past, and, you know, that you know, I was worried that Travis Kelsey was going to turn into a love song, you know, and be on, you know, help her win another Grammy or something like we that. We already wrote one, yeah. Right. We already wrote one. We did, yeah. Drew probably, well, AI kind of wrote it, didn't it? Yeah. Exactly. AI wrote it. <laughs> AI wrote it. But, um, but no, like, but now I'm starting to feel like they, they um, might have a chance here, and I love love, so uh, they'll make it to Valentine's <laughs> Day. They'll make it to Valentine's Day. I love love. I love love. Here's a little bit of my prediction. They're like the next A-Rod and J-Lo. Like, it looks good. It's good for publicity. It's good for both sides of that story. And then, yeah. Just to be honest, A-Rod only dates blondes, and I don't know where J-Lo fit in that, but um, mm-hmm. that's my prediction on that. Gotcha. So, okay. so at some point, right, Taylor so- will go back to Ben Affleck, is what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ultimately, uh, okay. We got plenty to discuss. Uh, number one, your latest podcast, cheating. Once a cheater, always a cheater? Question mark. So I'll let you sort of expand right. uh, on that, and we can dive in. Yeah. You know, you often hear hear it said, once a cheater, always a cheater, with an exclamation point, you know, as a statement. And this podcast, I really bring out the question of, is it true, once a cheater, always a cheater? I mean, there's definitely reasons why people cheat. We talk a little bit about what is considered cheating. You know, you really have to define that with you and your partner. Um, I share some stories of even cheating in my life. Um, and it, it, I've actually gotten some great responses so far from it. I thought this was going to be one of those podcasts where you're going to get those people and they're just going to rip me apart. Um, but I was really <laughs> vulnerable and shared some stories Um you know, take full responsibility. We talk about that, too, of our choices. And, yeah, I think it's a, it's going to be a topic. People are going to say, thanks for talking about this, Katie, in a different way. Not not like, how do I, how do I catch a cheater? I mean, that's a whole different vibe of a podcast because that's like an angry vibe. I mean, the, the ways to catch yeah. a cheater are, oof, you, you talk to a woman who's caught her man cheating and she has gone through trash. She has counted condoms. She has looked at lipstick stains on, you know, glasses, counted hairs in the bathroom. It's crazy. So I didn't want it to be all it takes is the phone. I mean, all it takes is is hacking the phone. I mean, then you can find everything you want in there pretty much. I'm sure if you can get to his phone. But if not, girl, you can Mm -hmm. look through his trash. You know, I I have to say I've done it before. And living in that kind of is he cheating on me lifestyle is no way to live. You know, so if you can't get the phone, you'll find other ways to figure it out. Well, I, I think the tough part is, and I haven't gotten all the way through. I was listening at one and a half speed, so I was cramming uh, here for the uh, for the segment. So I haven't heard, heard heard all of it. I think the tough part is once you've been cheated on, trusting the next person. You just assume everybody's lying after that, and that's not a way to right. live. But that's that's the way it, it is for a while, anyway. I mean, it's really about building those boundaries, safe boundaries in corp- and it's hard for the person who has to think like, "Wow, just because someone cheated on you, you're putting that on me." That's not fair. So you really have to get whole, get healthy, and believe everybody has a chance until they prove themselves wrong. Um, and when, when that little inkling arises where you feel like, oh, my gosh, is that person cheating? They haven't texted. 
you know, you have to communicate that with that person. Otherwise, it will just rise up. And, I mean, that's where women go cray-cray. And guys do, too, because women are cheating just as much. Yeah. I mean, cheating, I bring it this up. It takes two to tango. easy now. <laughs> yeah, it definitely takes mm-hmm. two. But cheating is so easy now. And that's another discouraging part of our what's happening with the phones and AI. So, yeah, any, is there any, like, uh, tell, like even though you're trying to tell someone, do you think there's a telltale sign, like, oh, boy, uh, I would probably go looking through the phone if you can, if, if X happens? Oh, I just, I even hate the looking through the phone. You got to straight out ask them and just watch. Yeah. You know, here's the thing is, are they a person of their word? And then can you, mm-hmm. can you and I do believe men and women give tests in dating. Uh, I think you should always be able to FaceTime someone immediately. If they, they're yeah. not always picking up then that's questionable. Uh, you shouldn't be doing something that you can't quickly answer a phone. I mean, there's times you're at work, um, but uh, I don't know. And, I, again, I hate bringing up all the ways to catch a cheater. It's just, <laughs> The fact if you're at yeah. any point in your gut are, are wondering, are they cheating, it's probably they are. Or it is a past yeah. experience and trauma that you need to heal from and you haven't healed. So uh, no one needs to live in that either, always being under the microscope because you haven't healed from a past you know, cheating experience. And I've been cheated on a few times. I roll right in. I caught it. Like I knew my gut was, I was sitting at home with my kids late at night. I put them to bed. I drove over and I caught that right then and there. Um, you know, and then you have to make sure you don't go back to the cheater. How often do people do that? Too often. That's what's crazy. Well, that's what I was going to say. If you once a cheater, always a cheater you know, with, with a question mark. But if it's the same relationship, I mean, you know, you, you're you're a pretty religious person. You grant a lot of grace. But is there zero grace granted on this or is it like you better you better earn this grace? Well, I think that's that's a great question in itself. And, you know, in in the podcast, I talk about my experience with cheating. And I think it really boils down to are they I think you can be a cheater a consistent cheater it's just what you do but i also think there's people who make bad choices they're good people who make Mm. bad choices and i talk about that in the podcast because ultimately there was a breakdown of some sort a love breakdown and and it it, you know you can sometimes blame the partner well if that partner had done this it was a sexless marriage so i had to cheat katie well i'm sure that story goes you know his truth her truth and the real truth so you have to look at the dynamics of why someone cheated. And, again, that's a, that's for a deeper section. I'm just bringing up kind of mm-hmm. the lighter part of the topic. Again, counsel sure. is always encouraged. All right. Now I have a real serious question. My son has his first ever dance he's going to on Ooh. Saturday night. Um, yeah. So uh, we got the outfit. Luckily for him, like, I mean, I'm going to get him a suit, but all my, like, suits that are custom to me, like, they fit him like a glove. So he's got an Love array it. of options. So I'll have his own selection. But um, I don't know. Does he get – do you, do you – he was – he already had at least figured out what colors uh, her dress was. So he was trying to match his uh, sport coat to it. But then do you get the corsage? Do you get – like, what do you – what what piece of advice would you give young Max Dieter on his first date who – I don't know what to tell him. So I'll take the dating experts, uh, <laughs> you know. Love advice. it. Well, congrats to him. That's always fun. Yep. A couple ideas. For sure, corsage. Mm-hmm. Although nowadays some girls are not carrying corsages. I mean, I don't know if he could look at a past picture or look at someone's Instagram, kind of see what the latest thing is. Some of the girls are just carrying single flowers I've seen before because they don't really want to wear the corsage on their hand. Um, but, yes, bring flowers. Can I just say this? Especially with Valentine's Day coming, always default to flowers. I've even told my husband, mm-hmm. if you're somewhere and you see flowers for under $10, always buy them for there me. There it is. Just buy them for me. Mm-hmm. You will win at the end game, right? You know, I don't want $50 flowers that I don't like, but 
you know, just default on the flowers and get them, even if she doesn't wear them for the night. And corsages are a little pricey. It's it's crazy that this mm. little thing with two two flower pieces are twenty five dollars. So at least they were in California. But um, definitely well, get a corsage. Well, I've even seen it, and this has happened in my life, where the, the young gentleman brought the mother flowers. So I don't know how serious he is, but, you know, you could woo the crowd. That's a good move. That. Wow. I like that. Yeah, we're going to do that one. That's a real good move. Yeah, we're going to do that. That's a good move. Well, yeah. I, I, I like that you say that, Katie, that, you know, that flowers, if they're under $10, because for me, I've never understood why we're spending hundreds of dollars on flowers. They all come from the ground. Like, like so, you trade... <laughs> Trader Joe's has the same roses as, you know, Walmart and all these other places, but then some of these other places like they charge a lot more from the sa- for the same for the same flower and I'm like, "Hang on, Costco's got some really good flowers in there, guys, and it's not that expensive." Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And here's even here's a big win. You can get what's called the Forever Rose. It's these little boxes, very pretty boxes that have dried flowers that last literally forever. So you can get her a dozen roses, oh. and they have them in giant size. So it's a it's a one time investment, guys, and you know they're very special, and the ladies love them. So check them out now because they're probably gonna, you know, go up in price for Valentine's Day, which everything always does. So be mindful, get your reservation now, get your get your flowers ordered now, do what you gotta do, you know, get a little horse drawn carriage. I just had a chat with my husband about that. We're going to Charleston this weekend, and I'm like, did you get a horse drawn carriage? He's like, no. I go, sweetheart. It's our Valentine's weekend. We're doing it early just so that it was less expensive. But yeah. I was like, of course you should be booking a, a horse-drawn carriage in Charleston. Don't you know this? <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Well, these are the tips you, you got to know. So t- plug the podcast, the services, everything here. What, let everybody know where they can find you. Right. Check out Dating with Katie, and that's K-A-T-Y. You'll find me on Instagram. You'll find my courses at my website. Go ahead and give me an email, datingwithkatie at gmail.com. If you've got a great idea for a podcast, I'd love to use it, because that dating world is crazy. (laughs) Valentine's Day coming up, Katie. We'll have to talk to you next week about that. It'll be awesome. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you. All right. Well, Katie, we appreciate it. We'll talk soon. There you go. There we go. Uh, datingwithkatie.com with a K. Get I closed corsages. my laptop down. I forgot that that knocked me off the air. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I was okay. like, oh, oh, I closed my laptop. That <laughs> knocked me off the air. <laughs> no, but, uh, Oops. No, but you got you to gotta get your corsages. You got to get your flowers, your dinner reservations. Got to get all the presents. I just, don't, play I don't know the if hunt. the kids go out to dinner. I don't know what they're – I guess they will. You didn't something. mention that part, yeah. You need to ask about yeah, that. Find that out. Find that good, out. Good question. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, see you tomorrow. That'll do it for us. I'll see you in, uh, I think in studio tomorrow, right? Yeah. Yeah, in studio. Let tomorrow. me know if not. So this is the studio. Yeah. All right. Talk to you tomorrow. Maven Rummage up next, 93.9. Uh, Rabo and Co. On 60.